You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. So it's another episode of EP Culture Beat, and I'm here with Mr. Kyle Valentine and Cody Valentine. And together they make up the Holy Knives. Oh yeah, Holy Knives. And so uh, y'all just got into town last night. So tell us a little bit about this whole thing uh, that you've been doing. Uh, I know that you all started back in uh, South by Southwest and uh, you all played a show there. And I think you guys have just kind of been relentless and just been hitting the, ho- the, the road pretty hard. Uh, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we've been a band for almost two years now, and uh, we've released an EP and a full-length album last year, and so just around uh, those two releases, we've been touring a lot, so we've done six tours already, we've played uh, five festivals across the U.S. and one in Canada, and we're about to hit the road again uh, with our friends at Stereo Mats to do a West Coast tour, so we're super excited about that. Y'all are based out of uh, San Antonio, and uh, you're going back and forth kind of between Texas and it seems like pretty much everywhere. What places are you looking forward to playing in um, on the West Coast? Um, we're looking forward to everywhere pretty much, but I'm excited to get out to Los Angeles again. Um, it's always a fun place to play. And Santa Fe and Albuquerque are always really good to us and excited to get back to Albuquerque. We're playing with some friends over there in red light cameras, so excited to share the stage with them. You know, Santa Fe and Albuquerque, definitely uh, a lot of people from El Paso that have a, a connection to that whole area. I call it the, the Southwest United kind of vibe. Uh, also include Tucson in there because there are so many bands that come back and forth. With this project that you all just recorded, is this something that when you went into the studio, you just decided, like, we're going to hit the road as much as we possibly can? Or how do you all go about deciding where you play? Well, one, uh, before we jump into that, I just want to add, we're also super excited about El Paso, which is what we're playing. Uh, It's the last date of our tour, October 19th, and we've always had a great response and a great time in El Paso, so very excited for that. Come out if you're listening. And our last release was our full-length album, Year of the Black Dog, which came out November of 2018. And yeah, when we released that, we're just like, we're going to tour nonstop play as many shows as possible and we've pretty much done that i feel like uh we've probably played around 150 shows in the past 18 months um on the road so it's been pretty crazy and this is kind of the the finale of that run i think this tour we're kind of slowing down after this to just work on new music and release a lot more stuff we just recorded another four song ep that we haven't dropped yet so that's kind of on the horizon and we're just going to regroup after this tour and release a lot more music after this you're playing some upcoming shows obviously El Paso is one of the places that I think kind of gets overlooked and you bring up a good point that uh, you look forward to every show and definitely in El Paso there's usually a vibe where if there's a band and when they're really tight and you can tell that they've just been touring for a while and they just got their shit tight I just think that it's probably something that is gonna call for a perfect storm of a pretty awesome night uh so you mentioned that you are going to hit the studio as soon as you're done with all this 
and El Paso being your last stop. Can you tell us a little bit about your recording process and where you've recorded and what El Paso has to do with that? We've done all of our recording here in El Paso and in Tornillo, right down the road between Sonic Ranch and then a studio here in El Paso where our producer works out of. And we just did four more songs here in El Paso in Manny's studio called the Comancheria. And we're set to release those probably early 2020 and we'll be playing some of those songs on this tour. So not 100% sure what the rest of the, the plan for that release is right now because it's still in the final phases of mixing and everything. So probably early 2020 for those songs, maybe something later in this year, but we'll definitely be playing those songs on the road. So let's talk a little bit more about when you're in the studio. Sonic Ranch is definitely one of the places here, at least locally. I mean, obviously it's in Tornillo, but we do get a lot of big acts that end up recording there. Can you tell us a little bit about what the process has been recording there and either what equipment or what types of shit you got into over there? Yeah, Sonic Ranch is just a beautiful, magical place. So recording there has always been just an incredible experience and the way that we ride and have worked with Manny is that we bring a lot of raw ideas to him like probably for the last album we probably brought about a hundred ideas that are basically come in as stripped down songs where it's just Cody with a guitar and his vocals and we just bring like a verse and chorus and we kind of go through with Manny and talk about which ones we like the most and what we think is the most potential and then build them out in a full song from there. So that's kind of our process of how we build a song from the ground up. And at Sonic Ranch, there's the, it's a really great studio because you're allowed to stay on the grounds when you're there. So just being able to kind of be isolated and kind of live in this really, you know, for a week or two weeks or however long you're there, just kind of surrounded or I guess engulfed in the music is a really um, awesome experience. So we, for the last album would spend, you know, five-day chunks where we're working with Manny to kind of just be on the grounds and not necessarily in the studio but using some of the gear and stuff to kind of flush out ideas and then when we get there to actually record the songs it's just really long days where we're just hammering out everything you know using the really cool guitars and like vintage amps and stuff they have so it's definitely a long kind of process for us where we're where and the songs kind of get built in stages, you know. It's not like for us, we haven't had a song where we're just sitting in the studio and we just write this incredible song in like one or two days. It's really kind of a long process where we're kind of mining the material and refining it to be what it becomes. Do you feel like this last EP? Well, of course, there's going to be some sort of influence by being on the road, but what type of influence do you think being on the road this long has? Um, had on that four song EP? I think the road really just gives you more experience as an artist and musician and more things to go out and experience and in turn write about but I think there's something to playing on the road every night and um, even if the shows aren't great being up on stage, being connected with your music and your instruments so I think that the main thing that I would say really came out of doing all those shows as far as the songwriting process goes is just kind of experience with the sound and getting more and more wrapped in our own 
songwriting sound and world and just really understanding what we're trying to do. I think that's kind of where, what the road is valuable for as far as writing goes. Let's talk about some of your experiences on the road. You said you've played about 150 shows in the past year and a half or maybe a little bit longer. Uh, you know, maybe some of those highlights that, you know, maybe not necessarily a city, but maybe just certain things that you came across or just crazy shit that's happened? I'm not sure if much completely crazy shit has happened, but I will say some highlights were literally on our first tour that we ever did when we played Los Angeles. It was just a really great turnout and crowd, and you you hear stories like, not being from or having played LA that it's like really tough and for some reason uh, we have a lot of friends that had moved out there a few years ahead of us and I feel like they just kind of laid some groundwork that we got to ride the coattails on because every show that we've played in LA over these years has been really awesome uh, and I think the biggest like great experience from touring is not necessarily like one moment but it's just you know the people we've met and the bands we've connected with and you know, seeing other people in other cities also grinding and trying to do their own musical thing has just been kind of really inspirational. And, you know, we have kind of across the the nation in every city, like we have just bands and friends now that we can hit up and talk to and they'll help us book shows or just to hang out with, you know, and that's been a really cool experience. I think it's allowed us to like we were talking about this on the drive over that touring really allows you to connect with stay connected with people who you know move out of your hometown that if you weren't touring you wouldn't get to see again i think uh that's been like you know just connecting with other people and other bands has probably been my favorite part of of being on the road how about you man i agree with a lot of kyle said and i think that going back to my point on the last question is just really one of the best parts of touring for me is being on stage every night and just getting deeper and deeper into uh, exploring what we do and exploring our songs and performance and just how to become better at what we do and getting closer to that true goal of having your purest and clearest self-expression, which I think is most artists' goal at the end of the day. So that's my favorite part of touring, really, is just working on it every night when you're in your hometown, you know, you play once every maybe six weeks or a few months or whatever, but when you're on the road, you get to do it every night. And that repetition really builds a lot of experience that leads to just creating better art overall. And that's what we are trying to do. You're finishing this last leg of your tour with a lot of momentum, with a lot of energy and how you say a lot of experience, you know, getting your chops ready to go and whatnot. What of that energy, not necessarily just the, the momentum, but as far as like maybe something new that you, that you want to try out or something that you think you're, you're going to take into the studio with you? Yeah, I think just being on, like I said, being on the road and also just being away from we're not really ever away from writing. We pretty much write every day when we're back home, uh, but just kind of taking time between the last album and this is we've just kind of expanded what we're, what we imagine our music can be, you know? So we're really excited to try out um, incorporating some more 
electronic aspects in our music. Um, we've been exploring synthesizers, and this new EP that we just recorded and haven't released yet is kind of the first, I would say, step in that direction. Like, it's a lot more synth-based, and we even have, you know, our last album was more like a, just more straightforward, standard rock album as far as the instruments we use, like two guitars, bass, and drums and then we also I mean we had some keys and some synths but it was kind of background stuff and now like as we hit the road with this new set where we're incorporating some of the new songs there's like Manny who's also playing bass with us on this tour he puts his bass down and just plays synth bass and there's one song where I'm putting my guitar down and just playing synth and stuff so I think we're just kind of expanding what our band can look like and sound like a lot and I think Part of that has come from playing with other bands on the road that were really cool and inspiring and seeing them do their thing and just, you know, talking to other bands about like, hey, how did you make that sound? Or like, what gear is that? What synth is that? You know, what's your writing process like and stuff? And just, it's kind of like the collective learning thing where we're just meeting all these people and being able to take what we like and add it to our own uh, agenda. So as soon as this whole process is over, you're thinking of going back to San Antonio. What's the uh, scene like in San Antonio, and uh, what do you plan to kind of take back and kind of implant back into the scene over there? And the scene in San Antonio is great. It's always been very welcoming to us, so we have no uh, no complaints about working and and just trying to grow our band out of the home base in San Antonio. Um, I think what we can really take back from touring and everything is just the inspiration that we feel on the road and bring that into our writing process, bring that into everything, and in turn try to spread that with other artists and, and musicians in San Antonio. Because, I mean, I think that scenes are really just kind of hubs of inspiration, bands doing one thing, and that creates kind of a snowball effect with other bands and helps them grow and, and that in turn reflects back to, you know, the original band that people are inspired by. So, I mean, I think for us, it's really about just doing the best that we can and hoping that through that we can inspire other people the way that they've inspired us. So I think it's all just kind of that, that wheel of inspiration. And there are a lot of acts in San Antonio that have really, you know, inspired us over time. And there's still a lot of bands that we really look up to there. So I think getting back and getting off the road for us is really just going to be a transition back into writing the next collection of songs which we don't really know um, exactly the format or anything of how that's going to come out but we're going to kind of take a lot of the things that we've learned over this time and even through recording these past four songs and put all that effort into releasing a lot of new music in 2020. All right awesome well it sounds really really great you know it seems kind of like it's flourishing from uh, you know how you said like a straightforward rock music uh, you know I just want to say on behalf of El Paso you know thank you very much for coming to the city and Tornillo as well and just kind of you know coming here for inspiration that's something that we always really really uh, welcome and uh, we look forward to to seeing you especially on the last day your last show which uh, go ahead and give us the, the last details about that please well one we want to say thank you to El Paso too because for us it kind of felt like a second home since we started this band. We're here like a lot of time actually so we've loved being here and so we're going to end our tour 
here. That's Saturday, October 19th at Love Buzz. Uh, it's a free show, and it's us in Asteromance and Carla Riojas, who is another artist we really love. So it's going to be a great show, a great final day to tour, and kind of our last hoorah for this long stretch of shows. So we're excited to end it at Love Buzz and in El Paso. All right, awesome. Well, thank you. Cool, thank you. Thank you. The wind that I hold in my mind is a spectrum of light and it feels like I'm being held hostage. Got this hole cut through my heart. I was so. Old.